Good afternoon, everybody. This is Ricard, and I welcome you to the Real World Show. This is the third season, um, second episode. I'm here with my co-host. Boy Santa, come over to see you, family. And we're here with a very special guest. Introduce yourself, sir. My name is Kamel Hall. Same as the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kamel for coming on. As you know, he's a friend of the show. This is his third time being on the show. Um, shout out to everybody that's been watching. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. We appreciate you all for keep supporting the show and always being here with us. Shout out to everybody that has been watching us throughout the two seasons. Shout out to everybody that subscribed to the YouTube that's been donating to the GoFundMe. Shout out to everybody that donated to the GoFundMe recently. We appreciate you for your investments. That's www.gofundme.com backslash the real word. Um, that's www.gofundme.com backslash the real word. Shout out also to the Brick TV Network for having us on television every Thursday at 4 o'clock. What do you think, Sanders? It's an honor. It's an honor. It's a privilege. It's a blessing and everything like that. Let's get to the nitty gritty. Anything you want to tell the people, my brother? I didn't hear no shout outs to moms or nothing like that. <laughs> shout out to, to moms since day one. Shout out to Paz for holding it down. Shout out to all the people that have been supporting the movement, that have been supporting the show. Um, shout out to Herman SDA. Shout out to Franco Haitian. Shout out to Kanasi. Shout out to the Hunters, the 90s, the 80s. Um, shout out to Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, sorry yeah. to all the people that caught breast cancer, but we fighting it every day. That's a fact. Um, I basically wanted to ask some, how do you feel about this? Um, Brett Kavanaugh confirmation. I'm not surprised. Anything is possible if Trump became president. I don't want to talk about my politics right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, okay, I okay. Think it's pretty much the same all around. <laughs> to be honest with you, I wasn't surprised. In last week's episode, I told you that like I wouldn't be surprised if he was picked and he was sworn in Saturday, right? He was sworn in on Saturday. And on top of that, a lot of people seem to be surprised at this, but I'm not surprised at it at all because we live in America where they don't really care about people of certain colors. They don't care about people of certain sexes. And if you know the right people in the right places, you get away with murder, literally. <laughs> so I, you shouldn't be surprised at things like that, not in America. That's real, that's real, that's real. Um, but mm, I was going to talk about we talk about in the car to go off that whole okay. it doesn't matter what you look like it's what do you mean by that with um the how tv shows you know it's kind of like they give you a they give you a false persona of people especially yeah, people of color and saying so it's kind of like you this person looks like this person so you know you characterize them put them in a box and they say it. it's kind of like you know you judge the book before you read it yeah and that happens a lot I think we all have stereotypes. Ironically, on my way to the store just now, it was a woman. Um, she was coming off the train, and she was walking past me. Mind you, I'm dressed professionally. I just came from work. And she looked over at me, and she clenched her purse. And I was like, oh, my God, look at me. I'm a black man. Grab your purse. <laughs> so, so she looked at me like, oh, my God. And it's just funny because I basically said out loud what she was thinking in her head and what she did. But when she seen me say it out loud, she looked at me like, she was offended. I'm like, you don't think I'm offended? Like, that's like, like, like everyday, come on. That's like the everyday battle. Like, everybody has, like, that stereotype that they have to fight every day. Like, in the sense of, what, yesterday I went into this new plumbing store that's on, like, 93rd. Yeah. And I guess it was some Indian guys, and he was following me around, making sure I didn't steal nothing. And I'm like, like I don't saying, look can I like help a, you? 
I'm like, <laughs> nah, so I, I'm like, you know what, I'm so used to it by now, it's kind of like, I started asking him questions, I'm like, hey, do you know what this stuff is? He didn't even know what this stuff was, but let me not talk about him like that. Like, wow, wow. The business just started. <laughs> but the thing is, I feel like these stereotypes are stereotypes that we all have, and I think there's even stereotypes within certain cultures that share cultures. For an example, um, I, I met this Korean guy, and he told me that there's a lot of stereotypes with Koreans and Chinese, mm -hmm. and I wasn't at first aware of these stereotypes, and he told me mm -hmm. that the Chinese people stick to themselves, like they'll go into a neighborhood and they only buy and sell from Chinese, and then they'll sit up their whole neighborhood and don't let no one else in, and he was saying that Chinese people are, are like loud and public, and how the, ja the Japanese are very humble, but overly humble to the point where it's almost like unbearable, and he said that the Koreans behave in a certain way as well. So even within stereotypes that we would not see, they're there. Just like how us, other races, see us as straight black people, but then we see the differences amongst each other. We see um, the Jamaican, the Haitian, the yeah. Trinidadian, and even yeah. Trinidad, like Trinidad, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not Trini, I'm Tobagoan. Don't you remember high school, <laughs> junior high, it was light skin, dark skin? That, that was a real thing for a long time. Of course. Time. That was like real beef. Like, and even before that, it was it was private houses versus projects. As in the people that lived in the private houses had beef with the people that lived in the projects. And it was like, you people that live in the houses think that you better than the people that live in the projects. And I feel like it's, this, it's the differences that divides us. I have a question for you. Would you say TV is negative then? Would you say TV is nothing but negativity? You shouldn't let anyone watch TV? I, don't, I wouldn't say you shouldn't let anyone watch TV. I personally, I don't really watch television at all. The only time I watch television is when my wife is watching, you know, the VH1 shows. Mm -hmm. And when I watch TV with the kids, when I'm home with the kids all day Sunday. Well, not all day, but mostly the, the morning time to the afternoon. And that's when I watch, like, the kids shows. And even then, it's not really TV. I watch, like, the pay-per-view or the stars, the pre-recorded movies. Yeah. So, um... I stopped watching television because I found other ways to occupy my time and to obtain information and knowledge. And so the internet I found to be a better source of entertainment and knowledge versus the television, which yeah. is programmed television that's structured in a way that makes you think and feel a certain way versus to what I could search and find for myself. Yeah. You understand? Who, who controls TV, though? Um, basically, they say it's a few people in media that controls Hollywood, supposedly, from what I hear. I mean, these individuals, they're basically the quote-unquote gatekeepers. So they allow the things that come on TV. Like, there's only a couple big studios, you know. Um, there's, there's, there's Disney that owns Marvel, DreamWorks, and a couple other stuff. Um, I know there's CBS, ABC, NBC. Um, there's a few. I, I know when I went out to L.A., I seen all of them out there. Um, so those are the studios that control basically all the television, and everything comes from that. And basically, they control the minds of people in a sense where they can sway yeah. the opinion. Because, you yeah. know, once the media is against you, almost everybody is they, against you. They working in a bank. I see, like, faces change depending on just what they think of me already. They don't even know me, but the first sight of me, they're like, okay, he's black, he's in a bank. And it's kind of like they get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at them. I, I start getting nervous because I'm like, why are they getting nervous? And it's not until I start thinking to myself, like, they're just in their own thoughts right now. Yeah. Like, they're just probably going off and off. Like, what do they think? What am I going to do? What is this going to happen? Mm. If I say something, what they should say back. Some of them don't even want to talk. <laughs> that's true. That's true. 
Go back to um, um, the, the, the TVC. How do you feel about movie directors like um, um, Sean Rhimes and, and Spike Lee and John Silverton and Tyler Perry? How do you feel about people like that and everything like that? They got a lot of pressure. That's another thing, too. I feel like once you're black and you make it, it's kind of like everyone expects you to keep doing things for the black people and it's kind of like if you started by just doing things for yourself how do you convert into doing things for other people without pissing off one side and making the other side happy or without being fake so what about the black people that expose each other and then they turn it black on their own community perfect example that would be lee daniels you you guys heard what happened between lee daniels and dame dash yeah he owed him money yeah he owed him one million dollars cash Wow. And he's like, yo, I know you got it. Like, you got all these shows on TV, you're doing all these moves, and you know I need it. Like, it's not like Dame Dash don't need it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yo, like, pay up. And then yeah. they were basically saying, yo, if that was the old Dame Dash, you wouldn't play games with him like that, because we all know the old Dame Dash, <laughs> he, had that, he had that pressure. He used to apply on people. And, and he stepped on a lot of toes in, on his way up mm -hmm. and building up helping to build up the career of Jay-Z. And we see once Jay-Z got to a certain extent, like... But that's how, mm. how Jay-Z always been doing it. Like, he gets with people just for the purpose of to make a power move. That's how it's oh. always been. You see his face? He had Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's let him talk. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Like, from, from, oh, from, from, no. from Jazzo. Oh, no. Oh, you know, no. I think the only person that he really has with him is Memphis Bleak. Oh, no. That's it. I mean, Memphis Bleak never went platinum one time. Oh. Let's go to that. What does Memphis Bleak do? He show loyalty. That's all he has to do. Oh, so he kiss, <laughs> he kiss nuts. <laughs> wow. It could be that too. We're not even going to go there. Because, you know, we could say Beanie and them, they do their own thing. But yeah. At the end of the day, you know, life Memphis speaks Bleak for signed Signed um, Casanova. Yeah, facts. Hmm. Did. If that counts, I'm just saying. That counts for something. Life speaks for itself. Now, you know? it, it, what you it, deserve it, it, it is what you get. I think he's. I think he's vice president. Let me, let me find out. Hmm. Um, one second. Is Memphis Bleak? Um, can't believe I can't CEO? like Jay like that. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no one's coming at Jay Z, right? What we're saying is we're using him as an example, right? At right. one point, Dame right. Dash had a lot of money. Yes or no? Okay. Does he not have no money? Yeah. No. I think Dame Dash right now is broke. I think he filed for bankruptcy. Yes. But James, but um, but oh, boys, um, signed up for um bankruptcy too. Um, fifty cents, and he's rich. Yeah, but that's different. 
Kanye did it too. There's different forms of bankruptcy. There's bankruptcies for your personal assets and there's bankruptcies for your company. It depends on if you have them separately or not. They just use it as you know, a way to draw it's like a, No, it's like a restart button, basically. Mm-hmm. But when you're in business, you're supposed to put everything under, the, uh, under an LLC or under a business name so they can't go after your personal assets. Yeah, then when you file for bankruptcy, your business. company shuts down and then you reopen it under a different name. Wow. Work as a business person, that starts over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Maybe. So, recently in the news, George Bush daughter got married. What do you guys think of that? Oh, she got married. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, she got secretly married. I was watching it, and I was thinking about the way the Bush... <laughs> no, I was looking at it, and I saw how compared... Okay, compare Bush to Obama to Trump. And someone wrote today that there's only two good men in the world. One good man is Papoose, the other one is Obama. Because <laughs> you know how Papoose always stuck with Rory Martin uh, throughout her whole bit and everything else? I don't, you know. No, Papoose is a phenomenal. Speaking of Papoose, his album is fire. You know? yeah, he finally uh, took his hat off. Oh my god. Yeah, approved, right? I say like you're something, my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You approved of that. <laughs> I was like, it's about time. He joined the club. He, 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 he took the hat off. <laughs> Listen, there's nothing wrong with being a baldy, man. I, I accepted it with my with full heartiness, man. I accepted it too. Combined with the bare guts. Well, I came no, with the no, ball. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still working out, bro. Don't get that part twisted. Don't get that part twisted. I'm still, I'm still putting work. No, no, no. I'm still putting work, man. Trust no, me. No, no. Yeah, but that album is fine. Like, um, it talks about a lot of things. One thing I like about is um, how he talks about injustice. He also talks about how we need to stop degrading our women, how we need to uplift our women. So shout out to Pap, who's always been. A great rapper. It's a it's a real album or a mixtape. It's a mixtape, but it's fire. Okay, okay. It's fire. See, I have an album out, and he's talking about his life and his whole situation about his wife and cheating and everything else. I need to listen to that. Yeah. He wrote it or it's just uh, no, it's an album. So, like on top of that, he's also opened up the trap museum. How do you guys feel about that? The trap museum. What's that about? Basically, um, or trap music museum. It's basically a, a museum that displays and talks and talks about different rappers that rap trap music. Because you know T.I. claims to be the creator of trap he music. He is the creator of trap music. Well, that's is up for debate. So, was, um, it, was, it, was it Gucci Man? No, I don't think so. But Gucci yeah. Man is one of the people that has their exhibit in the museum. I think it's T.I.'s Gucci Man, his wife and Lucci. Um, a lot of the down, young, young Jeezy, a lot of individuals that do the trap music. And they were saying, T.I., do you feel like that's right? He said, he said, this is a culture of which we came from that we did the music about the pain. And because we did the music about the pain, did that this is how we choose to celebrate our success that we got from that pain. See, he's a perfect example of those people that come up and they came up doing it the way they wanted to do it. That's mm-hmm. a fun. And it's like now we expect them to do something for the community and they still... But he always gives back to the community, though. I mean, but... I mean, T.I. Yeah. gives back to the community. I mean, but, the, the, the but, museum is a way to give back to the community. Nah, but T.I. gives back to the community. I have to say that for what's, a fact. What is a bigger influence? A new building or 
how you portray yourself to the young children. I'm pretty sure the kids are not Googling T.I. looking at what he's done for the community. They're looking at T.I. for his music and That's how he came, where he came from and That's how he did it. So all they're going to see is the trap stuff. They're not going to see the influences he's doing. You don't think so? I, I know when I'm Googling rappers, I'm not looking for what they're doing for the community. Like, for example, I, like, that's like Young Jeezy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of course, he used to be a trapper. He gives back a lot to his community. He's helped a lot of people and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Gucci Man is another one as well, too. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And I know... Um, Birdman. You know, but their image is... Birdman gives back a lot to the community. That's a fact. He gives a truckload of turkeys. We try to be on that level. That's right? a fact. <laughs> you want to you wanna rob your friends, too? That's what Birdman is. Nah. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the community service. I'm not talking about robbing friends. But that's what I'm talking about. What gets put out there more? What is that? Bad news all spreads faster. All right, and they seem to keep a lot of bad with them. <laughs> you always gotta mix the good with the bad, man. Unfortunately, that's human nature. But you gotta hide your bad like everyone else does. I don't think okay. You have to hide your bad. I think you have to be transparent. I think when you're in the public eye, it, it gets harder to hide certain things. So it's better to be upfront and honest. Facts. Like Charlemagne always says, I if. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is what I came from. This this yeah. was my foundation. Jay Z started off by selling bricks, right? Yeah, facts. He lost a hundred bricks. He got it all back, right? He said that's, that's facts. all facts, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who believes that, I but like no, I mean he was selling drugs. <laughs> he was selling drugs. No, I'm talking about he talking about when he lost a yeah. hundred bricks. A hundred yeah. bricks is enough to get murdered over. A hundred bricks, man. Sheesh. I feel yeah. like. Like they always say, this is entertainment. And I think a lot of people get lost within that scope. It's entertainment. Like this is on paper. No one's trying to die or get killed at the end of the day. I think that's when, that's why when people do die from this game, people seem so shocked and like, wow, like what the hell is going on? Like how can this situation occur when, when we're just making music to feed our family? But I think the line is very thin at times, you know? Even with us right now, like, yeah, we're ministers, but at the same time, and that line they, is thin to the sense that... That line is, sense, is, is thin to the sense that we could be motivational speakers or spiritual speakers or teachers or, you know, different roles that come from one role. That's a fact. So it's different in everything that you do. Sometimes you just got to be paired with what comes. That's a fact. It's the nature of the beast. That's a fact. Unfortunately, unfortunately. That's a fact. That's well, yeah, man. <laughs> He's right. Oh, so have you guys been watching football? You don't yeah, the Giants are not doing too good so far. Yeah, the Giants not doing too good. Like. But the Jets are doing phenomenal. I was gonna ask you guys, um, are they still doing the protest, the kneeling, or no? There was a player recently that did it. Yeah. Um, I think some rookie player here took a knee recently. Do you think Colin might come back? Um. It's looking like it. That I don't know. I think Colin has enough money, enough clout, where he don't have to come back. Honestly. I think um, one of the players that initially started with him came back to the league. I forgot what was his name exactly, okay. but he came back. But I think in regards to Colin Kaepernick himself, I feel like Colin Kaepernick has graduated to a scope bigger than music, in That's my okay. opinion. The sports, you mean? Yeah, yeah, I said music, sorry. Okay. Yeah, bigger than sports, in it's my like, opinion. It's like, it's like, I think it's like the 21st century version of, of, of Muhammad Ali. You know exactly, because my... Because Muhammad Ali, people thought he was just a dumb boxer at one point. You think so? Yeah. I, I think they thought he was crazy. No, I'm talking about before crazy, he yeah. started doing interviews. When oh, yeah. he was just boxing, they thought he was just a dumb boxer. It wasn't up until the point when 
he did start speaking, did start doing interviews, and then he he got together with the Nation of Islam and he started preaching to these people. Basically, that's when they started saying, "Okay, this man seems smart." Facts. I hear you. I hear you. I hear that. What were you gonna say? I was about to ask you. Oh, oh you were in the Nike. Just do it. You know. Oh yeah, that was definitely for Cal. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the funny part about it is, shout out to Nike. You can send that check, um, or you could. Get donate to the GoFundMe, w.gofundme.com backslash the real word. That's www.gofundme.com backslash the real word. We're taking corporate sponsors, so holla at us. Yeah, I could cash out, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, that added itself brought a lot of controversy. And at one point, a lot of people say, oh, it's going to bring Nike stock down, this and that. But in actuality, it brought Nike stock up. So greatly, <laughs> greatly, yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. That's the crazy part, and it seems at times that there are people that look to be upset at certain things that they have no business being upset at. But it seems like when people of color stand for something, it causes much more of an uproar. Why do you guys think that is? Because of how we're viewed on TV. And I need that too. We also are the. Uh, Biggest contributors to American dollars as well too. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean that's what that's the reason why as well. You said TV. You said the dollars. Let's start off with the TV. Why do you think our perception is so based on upon television? Because technically, there's not a lot of black shows. There's not yeah, a lot of black it. people on TV. But there is the news that always shows that one. You heard about the like, back in the day there was more black TV shows like for example like The Parenthood, yeah. um, um, Family Matters, Proud uh, um, there's a lot of a lot of TV shows hanging with Mr. Cooper. That is true, that's true. It's like like blackish. They took UPN off. UPN stood for underpaid Negroes. And that was the channel with all the black people, you know, Moesha, the Parkers. What is it called now? Is it still? My Nine or something? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. That was the channel, so Moesha. That was the black fix. <laughs> you needed something That's black. Even, even WB2 had our black shows as well, too. Like the Jamie Foxx show, the Wayne Brothers, mm-hmm. um, Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And you're right, there's not a lot of black shows. It's only like, like, a few, like, like I said right now, I swear I want to salute Tyler Fresh Perry. Bell, That's yeah. a fact. That, what I about to say was um, um, Tyler Perry, I think he has like a network. And yeah. he has like a lot of good shows as well too. You know what I'm saying? That he, uh, you don't think so? No, I think That's, his shows is real stereotypical. You know, he kind of makes jokes out of all the stereotypes. Of black exactly, people. exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like he makes stereotypes of us black people. You know, especially with Medea, man. He I, makes I, it seem like it's okay to be this way. Right? Exactly, Medea's some old ratchet black lady that always got a, a gun in her purse, always ready to pop off, always being mad country and acting crazy. Yeah. Like doing all kind of foolishness. Can't talk no sense to her. Always in jail. <laughs> in and out of jail all the time. And messing with some me- messed up dude. It's like, and that's the whole show. Yeah. It's always, it's either a black guy that's doing bad and a woman comes and saves his life. Or a black woman doing bad wow. and a black guy comes and changes her life. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to, I don't even, you know, we're going to diversify this, you know. We can even say Indian people. Indian people are always tied to some terrorist show. Yeah, that's true too. They always, it's, you don't ever see Jewish people though. Not a sick Jews. Maybe one person per show. <laughs> one show, one show that made light of stereo. Stereotypes very suddenly was the Simpsons, if you notice. Like the Simpsons had the one black doctor that that was like who's always laughing, 
was a copy of Bill, of, of Bill Cosby, low key. They had the white fat bald, I mean, the father, yeah. and they had the mother that stayed home. They had the two and a half kids, literally a boy, a girl, and a baby. They really stereotyped. And then it, even the police, the angry. Exactly, the police looked like a pig. Yeah. Officer Wiggum. Wow. Then they had like one black guy, one white guy that works at the power plant. <laughs> then they had the Indian guy, a poo that works at the Quickie Mart, the, the knockoff South. 7-Eleven, then they had the rich old guy. Yeah, white cop, black cop. Yeah, exactly. Good cop, bad cop. He's the one with the sense, but that's not the leader. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> the real racist low key part is the clown was the Jewish guy. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> the Jewish guy was, I mean, the clown was Jewish. The evil clown, too. He was evil, too. <laughs> <laughs> Krusty the clown, and he owned almost everything low key. No, I didn't even realize that Krusty. Yeah, Krusty was Jewish. Because remember, his father kicked him out of the Jewish society because he became a clown. His father's a rabbi. <laughs> wow. I'm about to watch the whole season. The real racist. Real racist. And we're not even going to talk about Family Guy. That's that's on a different, different level. That's real. The only show I really like out of most of them is South Park. I feel like South Park, yeah, right. South Park is blatantly racist, so they don't really care. <laughs> you remember that time when they tried to show the face of Muhammad and then all the Muslim people got upset? Nah. Yeah, it was an episode that they was going to show the face of Muhammad and then <laughs> all of the people got upset. And it was like, wow, like these people are bugging out. I, I would love to meet those people. Let me ask your honest opinion, Kamel. What do you think of the real word from where we was to where we at now to to how much we're building and how much we're still building? Like, what's your honest opinion about the real word show? Um, honestly, I think y'all gotta loosen up a little. Mm. And there's times, you know, I'll say, you know, comic entertainment. Like, mm. in a way, even though we're doing this on the show right now and it's mm -hmm. you know, supposed to be for positive messages and you know get word out there, mm -hmm. it's still got to be a form of entertainment because especially in this day and age, you know, these kids got like short attention spans. That's a fact. And, you know, I, I don't even blame some of them because it's kind of like, you know, with information so Instant information, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like you got to prioritize how much time you want to spend doing this. Exactly. And this, so. And the attention span is so minimal right now. Oh, it is so minimal. Shout out to Eric Hervasian, Batiste, man. My man always here every single week, man. You got to respect a person like that. Every single week since day one. Shout out to him. He wanted me to, he asked me if I was going to eat to, to Yaha because he was like, I want to meet the host of the real word in person. We're going to meet one day, brother. Don't worry about it, you it's know. Good, good the stars man. always align when they're supposed to, so don't worry about it. ブレスピスティアマーマンアウォーズビューティフルビューティフルソウファーバーアクシーギェイブアポチュニティアズアンコーアクシーギェイブアポチュニティトゥアプリクフォーケアミーワーズライク24 so shout out to Ralph. Shout out to all the young men that's getting married. I see a lot of people oh, getting married, bro. <clears throat> I'm not going to say it, but someone sparked that thing last year. Cause this is why I wanted Dora to make it for the show. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just saying, after a certain individual got married, about six or seven people that I know personally got married too. I'm just saying, maybe that's a coincidence, but I'm just saying. Wow. So you're going to take credit for every marriage that happens after that? I'm not saying that, <laughs> but I'm just saying what I'm saying. You it know what I'm like saying? taking credit for every marriage that happens after I'm not saying that. I'm saying that love is love, is love man. Love's a beautiful thing. That's a fact. And at the end of the day, I would, rather, I would rather these people... <laughs> I would rather these people get married than live in sin, in That's my right. opinion. What is living in sin? Let's, live, get, let's get down to Living in people. sin is playing house, basically. What when you live... Playing house? Playing house is when you live with someone and you... You're using them to make your food, Yo, to wash your clothes, to this. keep the house, to you know feed your sexual desires and needs. Sounds but like you, a wife. but you don't exactly. It sounds like a wife, but without this, the ring, the commitment, the paperwork, <laughs> <laughs> the stuff on paper, the taxes, those type of things, brother. Yeah, those type of things. Honestly, really you actually get a tax break when you get married. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, we're going to get Texas into this last because it's more income in the home. But yeah, a lot of people play house. But some people, they play house for a couple years, then they get married. Shout out to Barrington and Lair, you know? <laughs> Sometimes it works out like that. Sometimes it doesn't, you know? Um, some people like, why, why, why buy the cow when the milk is free, you know? Why is marriage the goal? Marriage is the end goal because that is a simple institution created by God. When he made a man and then when he made the man he made the woman when he made the woman he made I the woman out of the rib of the man because back then once you slept with a woman and you had a child with her that was your wife yeah. you know yes yeah. yes yes yeah. yes yeah. 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 That's forever love for each one of them. He know he got he got each one of them. He can't hold all of them down? No. What do you mean, no? Because sometimes, okay, nine times out of ten, those guys that choose to be baby fathers and not fathers or husbands, those are the guys that don't want to commit. Well, and those are the guys that don't really take care of their kids. Well, you know. Yes or no? Majority of the people is dumb, but that doesn't mean we go based off the majority. We go against the... The people who are elite. So let's um, talk about the ones who... We actually do go based on the majority. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You always pick that advocate, right? I'm not. I'm just telling y'all the other side, right? Shout out to me too much, man. She's showing some love. I'm just saying the other side is... All right, so argue the other side. Let's hear this. The other side is what if you could take care of all of them? If, if you could take care of them, then you're what a rich man. What do they man. really need? Especially nowadays when women are so powerful and independent. What do they really need other than some love and attention? Some women are able to take care of children on their own, yes. The majority of them are not. That's why it's something called public assistance. Right. <laughs> I'm not talking about, talking about... All right, let's talk before the children. We're talking about baby mamas. Most baby mamas are broke. That's what I'm talking about. That's a fact. Well, they shouldn't have been messing with broke people. And it's usually a young mistake that makes them a baby mama in the first place. Maybe, but you don't need intelligence to have sex. But you need intelligence and responsibility to raise a child and to raise a family. That's real. That's yeah. real. Fine. That is true, brother. Bang, bang, bang. I disagree with that, though. <laughs> <laughs> what I was speaking for is the guys who can take care of the woman. Then and I'm not talking about with babies. Though. Okay, I'm sure the guys that could take care of the woman and to take care of the child, they stay. 
Oh, you know, all right, let's look at it from a back in the days, you know. Okay, let's I like go. to always think kings and queens, because I try to say. My man Eric says, not to mention, children are always looking for a father figure. That's true. Of course. And that is true. And I know kids that grew up with the father figure, and the father figure wasn't even that good, and he stayed with the mom. He stayed. Huh? I feel like the hardest thing to do is stay. The easiest thing to do is walk away sometimes. Well, from, uh, that is true. Easy. Actually, no. I don't know. It, it depends on the person, too. Because, you know, you could look at it from the point of view, you know, walking away from... You know, some women tell the guy that, you know, they don't want him a part of the life with the kid. Sometimes they don't mean that. Because sometimes when the guy leaves, they end up being a bitter woman. <laughs> That's <laughs> a fact. But that Shout out to Marcia Lewis. I see you on the check-in. But that doesn't mean, you know, um, that the woman didn't tell the guy to leave. Yeah, but step out of the kid's life. We don't talk about those scenarios. Sometimes a woman say, "Get out of my house," and then when you leave, she stand there and crying. Man, see, well, you know, some women out there wouldn't see. I wish Dora was here, so, so she'll be the one to tell. If she was on time, she'll be here. <laughs> but she was being a woman, and she was like, uh, "You see, so <laughs> there's, just, uh, there's just certain characteristics." Like, all right, for back to what I was saying with the king and queen stuff. Back in the days, you know, the king, in order to protect his kingdom he had to venture off he couldn't have the woman with him everywhere he went i understand that so it's natural for a woman to stay in the castle mm -hmm. and raise the children mm -hmm. it's second nature for them to you know deal with talking to people because they know how to be friendly and some of them are just being fake but they know how to do it since we're going back to king and queens usually when the man will leave the castle and will leave the woman in the castle he'll go out to war or go out to hunt um, mm -hmm. The things that they would capture was called booty, basically. <laughs> and booty would not only be... Booty? booty is the spoils of war. Anything okay. that's left over, you kill the men, what's left? The women and children. Oh, and you take it back to the house. Exactly. Okay. You have seen Game of Thrones? Yes. Okay, on Game of Thrones, um, Ned Stark, he goes out to war, he comes back with a bastard, Jon Snow. Mm -hmm. And because that's his illegitimate child at the moment, um, his wife hates the child. Because she knows that child was made out of lust and sin. So that kid, he has a hard life up until the point where he gets sent to the Night's Watch, which is basically like a jail. <laughs> so he goes out there. Well, it's like the army slash jail. It's either for criminals or for bastards or for outcasts. So he feels like an outcast for his entire life. I, I got the Me show. I got meanwhile, Ned Stark's legitimate kids are treated like royalty. And mm -hmm. we could put that up to today. A lot of kids that grew up in a single parent home where like the father just hit it and quit it and he walked out and the mom's left in the house by mm -hmm. the kid by himself. That kid, sometimes they have rough lives. Their lives are not the best. Versus to sometimes kids that grow up in both parent houses, life is easier for them. I remember growing up, I grew up with my father. Actually, and I, I disagree. Okay. No. I feel like kids no, that grow up. I feel like kids that grow up in, um, I can attest to that, with bro. brothers and sisters, it's harder to, you know, to develop their in their own personality. I feel like when you're raised by yourself, you know, you get all the attention. So, therefore... That's your biggest problem is dealing with not getting attention. I think that's a lie because really? I grew up with, with three siblings in the home and you see how much personality my siblings have. Yeah, but y'all love to fight too. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. See, that's what uh, I'm talking but about. But they all I have personalities. I mean, because I grew up by myself. So it was fun for us, but we all have strong personalities even now. We, we all do and, yeah, and all our personalities are different. Yeah, well, I don't think all of us are hot-headed. <laughs> nah. Maybe Agnes is the same one. Maybe AJ is the same one. I don't know. 
I, I think I'm a lot calmer now. <laughs> I'm working on That's it. That's a 3-0 with duty. <laughs> yeah. That's, with age comes a lot of wisdom. What were you saying, Sanders, about the single parent homes? I, was, I think that um, being raised with a single parent, I think it's harder. I mean, in regards to... You know, um, you know, your mother is, is hardly at home and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't learn certain skills, you know. Um, but thank God for, like, you know, mentors and, and father figures. So, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, your mom is hardly home. She's working two, three jobs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it's, 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 it's hard. You know what I'm saying? That's you know? hard on them. And, and, and you have to have willpower to, 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 to do good. And I think if you have a foundation of a church, I think, I think that's something that, could lead you to the right direction just for myself speaking for myself and everything like that so i thank god for that foundation of, of the church and, and mentors and and you know to teach you things that your mother didn't have the time to teach you you know what i'm saying so i agree with that but, i mean that still could happen in a two-family house i mean two-parent household where i mean if they're careless if they don't care well most of how much most marriages don't end Right now the time is changing. Yeah. Millennials, like they, they they've noticed what what happened, what, what occurred to them. They want to change the tide. That tide is changing. It's it's not them trying to change the tide. It's just a lot of people stayed in their marriage because you know that's what they were told to do. You know this is a thing. No, not talking about right now. The tide is changing now. Because even no, uh, no, and now people are getting divorced more. Not now. Yeah, they are. Well, we gotta find research. Not now. I don't know about now. Divorce is not an option, man. Shout out to Craig. (laughs) (laughs) Divorce is not an option. That's what the older people think. Divorce is not an option. Once you get married, you know, it's till death do us part. I I think divorces make it very hard on children when they go through divorce. And I think at times, they could have talked, but they allowed other people to get into their air that ruined up the relationship. Um, I feel like a lot of different people go through it. I remember even me growing up, um, especially if you are, especially if you have a mate, a wife, or a girlfriend that has a single friend that's usually around you. I'm like, oh, he's trying to control you. He's trying to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. You should leave him. You better off by yourself. Blah blah. Because the friends are misery. Misery <laughs> loves company. Misery loves company. Everyone knows that. Um, you, Judith, I'm happy you agree with me 100 percent with that. You know what I'm saying? I mean. The foundation of the church is, 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 is key, man. Like, you know, like going back to what I said, mentors, um, you know, um, you know, father figures and, you know what I'm saying? And, and having, you know, a family structure. Because um, the church is, is a family structure, you know what I'm saying? We may not be of the same blood, but, you know what I'm saying? You got your brother who's going to look out for you. You got your sister going to look out for you. You got your spiritual mother. You got your spiritual fathers, which is it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, you know what I'm saying? I think, for me... If, if it wasn't for the case, I would have been in prison or I would have been, you know, I would have been, you know, I would have been on a different type of timing. But, um, you know, I thank God for, for, for the foundation, you know what I'm saying, which is key and essential in everything. That's a fact. Um, I remember growing up in my neighborhood, I remember when I got my first car, my father co-signed for it because of the amount that the car cost. Mm-hmm. And people were saying, oh, you live in a good life because you got a father. Like, they were trying to make me feel guilty for having a dad. I'm like... Yeah, and I'm like, am I supposed to feel bad because my dad stayed? And my mom was always telling me this thing. She was like, yeah, your father, like, he's not perfect, you know? He, he falls victim to sin like everybody else. He might do things that's not the greatest, but the one thing I can say about your father is he stayed. He stayed and raised four kids. He put four kids through college, and that's a lot. 
that he did that a lot of men that's didn't true. do. That's true. And and she all said that, you know, and they're still together till this day. I think what thirty five years that's of marriage. Because what matters where your heart is at, and you know, if your heart is in. I gotta have a level of respect for you, bro. I'm just, but I feel a lot of times. Now I respect you. You're a good. I'm dude, a different you know, generation, no, 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 You're a good dude. You have a good heart. I don't think like y'all. But I'm not knocking how you think. I don't think like Ricardo all the time. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. You know what I'm saying? This things I disagree with Ricardo, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like you played devil's arrow, which is cool, which is needed. I just try to play both sides, you know. I understand. I try to, you know, I feel like I respect you gotta, that. You gotta be balanced, you know? no, I respect that. Right? I, I respect that. I understand. No, that, but you see, in a situation which your mom put up with and what she felt was like she had to weigh the scale. Mm-hmm. It's always about weighing the scale. Like if I give you more Yo. with me being single. Mm-hmm. And I get to be comfortable. Mm. Would you really sacrifice my comfort and the for me to give you more to be in a relationship just to get the ring? Because mm. let's tell the truth: when people are in relationships, they get a little lazier. Mm. They get a little. I don't slow. think so. I don't think that's always the case. Especially Mold. now, the tide is changing. Because I want to agree with um, Judith to cut you off. She says that millennials are going to therapy, talking about mental health. Breaking general curses, breaking generational, breaking generational curses, so they can, so they are not repeating the cycle. I think going through like seeing what my mother went through, or seeing what my, my father went through, I don't want to go through that. You know what I'm saying? I want to be better. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to give love and receive love. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the, but the older like, generation still wants us to live like they. No, the but th- that's their business. I mean, I mean, they don't control anymore. We're we're mm-hmm. we're 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 grown. We're adults. We make choices for. Our, for ourselves, you know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like when you go through a lot, bro, you've been through a lot, you've been through a lot of trauma. Um, I, like, like myself, to put, to put it out there, I think you just want to just do better and be better and get better, receive better. You know what I'm saying? It's like what Kevin Gates said. I've been through a lot of pain in my life and I pray that the Lord takes it all away. You're having too many old moments. You want to receive love, you want to give love, you want to be nurturing to your kid, you know what I'm saying? You know, I didn't have that, I didn't have that growing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's one of the best feelings in the world, though. I can't lie. Like, you know, I like. I like playing with the kids, you know, one on your back, the other one grabbing onto you, hanging off your beard. And that's what it's about. You know, I love kids too, bro. Especially just talking to like, you know, um, you know, um, you know, gangsters. You know what I'm saying? Like who have children, who 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 are who go into um, legitimate businesses now, or fixing their credit. Mm. You know, a lot of things that they they did, they were not proud of. They did. You know what they did, mm. but they had to do what they had to do. You know what I'm saying? So they can make sure that their children, you know what I'm saying, could not go through what they went through and everything. Well, that's like that. You know goal. what I'm saying? That's you know what I'm saying? It's not you know, and um, yeah. But you know, the tide is changing. I know brothers who who own businesses, who are making moves legitimately. You know, wouldn't want to be watching it back all that time. You know what I'm saying? Because there was some situations where they were messing with a lot of people casting over. I feel like a lot of people just need opportunity, you know what I'm saying? And of course. This is why we're here, to create opportunity to give people a platform and a voice, you know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. You know? Exactly. But yeah, so with the... <laughs> <laughs> I like how you to dismiss that. <laughs> trying to dismiss it? I just want to get this thought out of my head. Get it, so get it, get it out. With the whole... Um, hold on, let me gather it again. Now, go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. 
sarcastic. <laughs> but what were we talking about with the the woman thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. So if I could give her all of that, mm-hmm. and I don't, I want to avoid the laziness that comes with relationships because I don't care. Nobody tell me. Because how was it laziness? Because everyone gets lazy in relationships. I could tell you, I meet clients that recently got divorced, and I'm hearing that they're getting back in shape. I know people that recently broke up with their girl, and they're getting back in shape. The only reason why they're getting back in shape is because they have to go back on the. But that's the thing, though. But that's when you're at your best. I disagree with that. I, I feel like it's a mind state because I disagree. With even that. though me, I'm married. I used to wake up five o'clock every morning to work out. I would run for an hour and I would live for an hour. The only reason why my schedule is switched up a little bit is because now the, the kids, one kid gotta go to school, one kid gotta go to grandma house or daycare or babysitter. So and my wife in school back again. So the schedule has to switch up. But I still maintain my workout for me personally. There's people that were never really athletic or never really into workouts and so they blame it on a relationship. No, if you fat and fat lazy, you fat and lazy. That's if you work out, you work out. And if you're trying to stay fit, you get with someone that's fit. Like when I met my wife, she used to always work out. She still does. And when sometimes she don't want to work out, then she when she see me working out, she starts to work out. And days when she don't want to work out, she turns my alarm off so I can't wake up one time to go work out. <laughs> At least I keep each other working out. Yeah, Sometimes we work each other out, you know? That's the yeah, beauty of that's marriage. Much <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were censoring stuff. So let me ask you. Wrong with that. Yes, so so let me ask, is a so let me ask you a question, Craig. So, in marriage. <laughs> but you gotta remember, sex ain't better than love. That's a fact. Trey Sox said that. That's a fact. <laughs> Another old moment. <laughs> so, uh, so look, so look, so look. If you can have the, uh, if you can have the ideal setup or the ideal relationship or the ideal marriage, how would you do it? Let me hear this. I don't want to give up my setup. Kind of like, um, ideal setup for a relationship. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Um, I would be free to do as I please and. She'll be free to do as she please, and so you'll be comfortable with being with a woman. Let's say, for example, this woman have kids with you, right? You'll be comfortable with her sleeping with other guys, like just going out, sleeping with other guys, coming I back mean, and laying next to you in the bed. That's just not a very womanly thing to do. But you said she's free, and you're free. When I say free, exactly, but she'll still make. I think she'll still make the decision. That we have a connection. So, all right, but she's one, free. One, she could do whatever she wants, but I won't be a part of that. But if, she, like, but if she does what she wants, how are you gonna feel about that? Like, what if she comes home with two would, guys and like, this is what I want for the night? How would you feel about that? Like, that's cool. I'm good talking to you. Never see you again. So, in a sense, in a sense, you do want the relationship to be structured to a certain extent. Yeah, of and course. She has her own structure too. But all right, the goal. Well, she says, um, I get a. Every morning at four thirty, and do my exercise before I go to work. I'm assuming she's married too, right? Shout to Marcia Lewis, man. That's a strong black woman. Shout to you, man. You always, you another one, Miss Lewis. You always here with us every single week, and we have to respect that. Shout to Jewish. She said, "What does free mean? What does free mean, brother?" What does free? Does decide free because you said if if she decides to take God made us free will. 
No, no, no. You said if she decides to take two men home, then you will tell her goodbye. Yeah. So my next question is, what is free? Because would you be able to take two women home and for her to be comfortable with that situation? Um, honestly, I've never been into the whole two-woman thing. I don't know. So what is free then, <laughs> man? Because you're talking about... Free will. You talk, can make her own decisions. But you're talking about... All right, a monogamous right, relationship, let me talk. Let me talk. subliminally. So make up your mind. All right, let me tell you. So if you see how you have a wedding band, you're no longer free. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. I don't want the wedding band because I don't want you to have to make a decision because of this. But you would rather her make the positive decision and be woman like, like you said earlier. I mean, those are just the women I'm attracted to. Okay? All right, so therefore, like there's women that you're not attracted to. Therefore, basically, you're saying, free. basically, you're saying that. You want her to make the commitment without you making the commitment. But I am making the commitment. She will have everything that I say I will give. Except for the ring. Except for the ring. Mm. And what if one day she decides to get up and leave? How are you going to feel about that? It depends on, do we have a kid together? It might lead to legal work and papers. I respect you though. Get your answer to yourself. That's real talk. Like it's got to be a little more technical. Like we live together. Like we get things together. How we spread it out. I just respectfully. But at least you're honest. Shout out to Marcia. She said that she loves us. We love you too, Miss Lewis. As well. Shout out to you. So like it's it's not the way you need to right now? We love her. Me and Sanders <laughs> love her. She's with us every week. I don't you know? Know. She's a friend of the show. I mean, you shouldn't be loving anybody but your wife, bro. Not in a sexual way, <laughs> man. We only so you can love her any other type of way, but not sexually. That's we, the only thing that we love. Commitment. We love her as a supporter of this as show. As a sister of Christ. I just think I didn't get that part. This guy. <laughs> you got that part. You got that part. Yes, I didn't get yes. that part. Congratulations. You played yourself. I just wanted to go ahead, Sanders. The, the verse for the mm -hmm. night is Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 to 4. It says, Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not really look out for your personal, for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Exactly. You know what that means? That means when you get into a relationship, don't look out for yourself. Look out for the woman, that's, the children, and everybody around. That's, that's Spread love. Feel wrong? Spread love is the Brooklyn you know, way. All right, let me tell you. So in a sense of the Get Out movie, right? I mm -hmm. look at it as basically I need to delete myself, put myself all the way deep down inside, withhold all my inner feelings, and, you know, become a slave for this person. Not necessarily. That's not what I'm saying. It's not. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a. If I have to only think about their interests and what they. No, no, no. As, as, as you're thinking about her, she's thinking about you. It's a mutual interest. It's a mutual thing. What if they just decide one day not to think about me? Love is love. Family is business. In order there to be law, love there must be law. In order for there to be law, there must be some kind of law. In order for them to be so business, there must why can't be my family. business agreement of I give you all these things except the ring be acceptable? Why is it looked upon as? But that's still a contract, sin? though. Well, how is it looked upon as living in sin if it's the contract that's, just like marriage is a contract? That's living in sin under the jurisdiction of the Bible, <laughs> which we share and we follow. Well, uh, I'm, I'm talking about. I respect that. Sometimes there's a lot of men that just use women for years and years and years. They never make the commitment. And then that woman feels empty and alone. So and tough? she feels cold at night. All and right. she's like, this man won't That's commit to me and I'm so sad. And then for the millennials. So. Mm. What if I was to tell you, 
I don't live by your Bible, so you telling me I'm living in sin. I feel like telling you you're living in sin. Well, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Just yeah. a fact. All right. And so every man, whatever bed they make, they shall live in it. Tell you publicly that I, I I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying that you're you're honest and you're stating your truth. You know what I'm saying. I respectfully disagree with you, um, but you know you're an amazing individual. You're an amazing human being, and you're a great friend. You know what I'm saying. I just want to let you know that. Being real so we, is the best. Yeah, I, that's a fact. I, and know? it's called the real word. So that's a fact. Thanks for bringing the real. That's a fact. <laughs> um, we got one last question before we close out from Judith. What is all these things that he is promising the woman? Mm, Judith want to know. She's interested. She's like, let me Judith, he said that you're interested. Mm. <laughs> Judith is a good Christian woman with a good career, with a bright education. Facts. And if you want to speak <laughs> to my sister Judith, my business partner Judith, you got to come correct. Okay, sir? Oh, so what please, is correct? answer now, her question, I feel please. Like you just try to put me in a box. Like now I have to act a certain way. No, 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 no. Myself. I'm saying she brings a lot to the table, so you have to match that. And you have to respect <laughs> yourself and respect her. What happened to love? I thought love was all that magic. I told you, love is law and family is business. <laughs> If you're going to love her, you got to obey by the laws which we follow. Now answer the question so you can close out. All right. To answer her question is basically, you tell me what you want, and I tell you what I can give you. That's basically it. It's so it's a give and take, and then you meet somewhere in the middle. That's life, isn't it? And you know what that sounds like? That sounds like a marriage. But anyways, closing thoughts. Everything this. <laughs> so like I said, if I could give you everything. So be a seven day Adventist. A lot of them don't wear rings. <laughs> <laughs> And there's those who do. <laughs> God knows that do. There's those that don't. That's a fact. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd rather just be me. Not respect your sister's own, man. Oh, you, you could be as yourself, man. That's all we expect from mm -hmm. you. You can't be Tom, Dick, and Harry. <laughs> she said, no, not interested. Thank you, Ricard. Oh, rejected. How do you feel about that? Life goes on. I make more than I miss. Sky. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Just wrap it up. Let me about to wrap this show That's up. That's a fact. We wanna let everybody know about this song. We're good today. All right. We just want to let everybody know we're gonna keep you guys updated with what we're gonna be doing in regards to the non-for-profit status. We're almost there to our goal. Keep praying for us, people. Keep posted and everything. So we want to let you guys know that, and we appreciate this. We also thank um, those who um, who just recently donated to the to our cause, and we're gonna keep you posted. You know, we're just working hard, grinding hard, and keep supporting us and keep contributing. And um, let's get it. Thus far, we've raised two hundred and forty-five dollars. Hmm. Around last year, we raised almost four times as much. So what's going on, people? www.gofundme.com backslash the real word. That's www.gofundme.com backslash the real word. You guys say you want to support? Support? Should have did it around right. tax season, bro. Maybe. They would have had me. Maybe. <laughs> Closing thoughts, Craig? Uh, well, now it came back to me. The one thing I wanted to say, too, is there's a power in loneliness, and that is you're comfortable like you don't let people change your emotions. No, that's a fact so that's why i said it's hard for children when they're growing up around you know other people with different energies you know they kind of don't get to really develop their own type of emotional stability so it's kind of like they kind of change by the emotion somebody could bump their shoulder and they could instantly become angry because they don't have control over themselves they never got a chance to because whenever they try to meditate big brother could be knocking the door 
little sister could be doing a tantrum. Mm. And I could say with true loneliness and you could get a hang on your own emotions and you start realizing other people's emotions just by saying to yourself, you kind of read them by reading yourself like but it's not good for a man to be alone. You it's see, God may have an earth in six days and he made man. He saw man was alone and man said, why everybody have a mate but I? So God put him to sleep saying, and pulled the rib he, out of him and made him a woman. And when he made him a woman, he ate the fruit and we all went to hell from there. Well, you know, <laughs> it's a work in progress with this woman, so we're working on it. <laughs> Hopefully we make some changes. women. I ask you to pray for all men and men pray for all women and somehow we'll meet eventually in the middle with the help of God. That's so we thank you all for watching the real world show. We thank our guest, Kamel Craig. Kamel Hall, sorry, Kamel Hall for being here with us today. Craig is only for the hurt. Yeah, <laughs> Craig is for those that know since day one. So shout out to everyone that's been watching. You know, this was an entertaining show. You know, it's always entertaining with when Craig pops up that's and you know he plays devil's advocate. I think I play. Um, what's his name? Michael. Michael's a good guy, right? Who's Michael? The Michael angel? the Archangel. Yeah. No, you're not Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't be Michael? You trying to marginalize me? You trying to? I'm Kanye West, man. Michael. Michael was <laughs> more so the soldier type, the Archangel that I'm goes on first. Wow, um, drop Mark it. <laughs> Michael's Michael's job was to deliver messages that came directly from God. Um, Gabriel was more so the messenger, and. We're closing out the show, so that's for another time. All right, got you, got you. So, <laughs> yeah, guys, so thank you for supporting the show. Um, You can subscribe to us at www.youtube.com backslash C for channel backslash The Real Word TV. That's www.youtube.com backslash C for channel backslash The Real Word TV. We'll be on TV pre-recorded episodes Thursday at 4 o'clock. That's Thursday at 4 o'clock. And also, we'll be back here Monday, hopefully 7.30, maybe 8 o'clock. Who knows? Um... We thank you for watching and all supporting. Um, donate, you know, whether it's five, ten, fifteen dollars, you know, we take anything just to keep the show running because none of this is free. You know, the lights gotta stay on, the cable gotta stay on, so we can get internet connection. You know, the phone needs to stay on. Everything needs to stay on in this room. You guys like watching? Donate to the show so we can keep going. You know, and you know, we also looking for sponsors. If you want to promote on the real world show, we have. Tons of viewers from 17,000 to 26,000 per week. So, you know, if you want to help us out, holla at us. Um, but shout out to everybody that does, does support the movement that helped us to get this far. You know, we've been doing this for a year and a half now. And we have over, what, 70 episodes. So, thank you to everybody that's, that's been right. supporting. Shout out to everybody that's just been watching. Shout out to everybody that's sharing, liking. Share this video. Like it. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell your mother, brother, sister, cousin, <laughs> auntie, and uncles. So, we thank you for joining us tonight and every single night that we're here. And shout out to all of you because without you, we are nothing. Shout out to God for always being here. Close out prayer, Sanders, please. Father, we ask that you make us order our steps. Strengthen us and keep us in your presence. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen, people. Good night. We love you all. Take Peace. care.